I want to say hello out in podcast land. I give glory to God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. God is the source of grace and peace. And Christ is the avenue by which grace and peace flow to us. And I'm so glad today about the redemptive work that Christ did. Gave his life so that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And I thank God for it. I thank God for the Fairview Baptist Church at Elm Grove, Louisiana. I call it one of the best of the best churches around. Because that particular church is where everybody is somebody. Okay, in today's lesson, we want to talk a little bit about Paul. In the second Corinthian and the twelfth chapter of the second Corinthians, beginning at the fifth verse. And that that twelfth chapter, verse five through the following. Of such a one will I glory, yet of myself I would not glory. But in my infirmities, but though I would desire to Glory, I shall not be fool, for I will say the truth, but now I forbear, lest any man should think of me above that which he seeth me to be, or that he hid of me. Seven verse saying, lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of, of the revelation that was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice or three times that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, Therefore will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecution, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I'm strong. Okay. All righty, this is something very intriguing to me. I, I, I see the uh, God has given uh, the apostles spiritual authority and, and the people at Corinth because of the super apostles that was there, the false prophet, prophets that was there, they, they uh, false teaching, they had resulted to other sources. And Paul, even during this chapter, he defended his apostleship. Yeah, he, he defended his, his apostleship. But when you start off, Paul say he, he's not here to glory in himself. You know, Paul was a person after he was chained that was full of um, humility. He was, he had infirmities. He was he was unselfish. So he was also unselfish. Paul 
always promoted Jesus Christ. He he started off talking about his vision and revelation of and the we can go back to the first part of this twelfth chapter where he was saying that 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 he knew a man of fourteen years. Now most people it's hard to keep a secret one year, let alone talking about fourteen years, or keep something to yourself more than a year, uh, more than some of them more than a week. Can't hold water, the old folks used to call. But here we see that that brother Paul say that 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 some fourteen year he was caught up in the third heaven, and the third heaven was talking is talking none other than God aboard, where God is aboard, where He lives, and where He is uh uh, uh where He reigns from. The first heaven is talking about the sky, you know, the blue sky, the atmosphere, and and, and the second heaven is talking about the uh, starry sky. And, and sun and moon, but the third heaven is talking about what the older people call and what Spurgeon called uh, the the home of God. The third heaven is what some of the elder will call paradise. But anyway, at, at any rate, when I start looking at this, and I say, I see, and I see first say, for though I would desire to glory, I should not be a fool. For I will say the truth, but now I forbear, lest any man should think of me above that which he seeth me to be, or that which heareth of me. Paul told the vision. He didn't tell what the vision said. He didn't say what he saw neither, but he told the vision. In the vision, what, 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 what he was really trying to convey to the people was that God had showed them things. Now, the the super apostle, they wasn't saying a whole lot about what God had shown them, but Paul had an encounter with God. And and we see now that God is a good God. He's a merciful God. He's a gracious God. And Paul said, I'm not taking no credit. Paul said, I'm not taking no uh, credit. I'm going to be truthful about this thing. I'm going to have some self-control like we all need from time to time. We we need what you call some self-control. And uh, uh, we see that, 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 that you can always count on Almighty God. Paul was going around with a thorn in the flesh. And I know that most people say, what you talking about, a thorn in the flesh? Um, I know that Paul was talking about something that was bothering him. Uh, you got something sticking you, a thorn in the flesh. He was talking about a disorder. He, he, I, some people have named it the sight. Some folks have named it different names, what Paul might have had. But Paul didn't state the thorn in the flesh. So we won't try to say nothing about it, neither, because... We don't know. But we do see that Paul had a problem with the Corinth people because they were following after people who were leading them astray as of today. There are so many people who are leading other people astray. And you, you've seen it on TV. You, you you talked about it. You saw it, you know, in newspapers and whatever else, how people led people astray, even to their death. Their death. And, and it's not good. But anyway... 
when we keep on looking at this here about Brother Paul, we know that Paul was notorious, a very notorious person when he was before he was saved. But God can take the worst off the worst and make it be the best around town. Paul is accredited with writing about a third of the New Testament. And and this is something that Paul, he even said himself, I'm the chief of the Pharisees. In other words, he, he, he was a bad boy coming up before he met Christ. But, 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 but Paul met Christ, and after that, his life changed. And that's what we ought to do. And whenever we meet Paul, I mean Christ, our lives have changed also. A seventh verse saying, Unless I should be exalted above measure. Through the abundance of revelation that was given to me, a throne in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. This thing, this is what Paul is saying. This thing, Paul said, this thing, I, I, this thing that was buffeting me, uh, 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 he, 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 he explained it like this here. Uh, it, it was tough for me, and I, I went to the Lord. I said, Lord, three times, not once, not twice, but three times, he said, he went to the Lord and said, look here, Lord, I want you to do something about this. I, I want you to take it away. I want you to heal. That's why I tell people all the time, all sickness is not all, on, on to death. If it's not in God's will in or permissive will that you be healed, you won't be healed. That's why I watch different people that have healing ministry, not putting them down or anything of that nature, but uh, uh, be for real in your healing. See, if, if God going to heal you or anyone, you should be able to see the result. We should be able to see the result. The whole world should be able to see the result. If you're blind, your eyes ought to be open. And if God have called you to heal, then you do that. But here, to get back to the lesson here, we say, uh, Paul say that uh, it was given to me to buffet me. In other words, Paul, that thrown in the flesh was to keep you humble. And sometimes people today, even off today, have thrown in their flesh. And you know what's there for? To keep you humble. To keep you lowly. To keep you from thinking that you was on the top shelf. In other words. But three times. Paul went to him to numb off the vanity. The biblical speaking three is to numb off the vanity. For this thing, I besought the Lord. And you know what the Lord told Paul? He told Paul, and he, he said unto me. This is what Paul said in that name, first of that 12th chapter of 2 Corinthians. He said, and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities. That the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in my infirmity, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecution, and distresses for Christ's sake. For when I'm weak, then I'm strong. Isn't that awesome? That, that is very awesome, isn't it? Scrutiny in weakness. Christ has the power. He has the power. He can speak, man, and live. He can speak, man, and die. The same man that died, he can speak, and he'll live again. God is awesome God. All the time, not some of the time. God is a powerful God. Rock you off to sleep at night and touch you with that thing of love and the next day and wake you up. 
He's power. We we can't even put ourselves to sleep. We can have a bed, but that don't say sleep gonna come. We can have plenty of food, but that don't say we're gonna have an appetite. God is a good God. God is a gracious God. God loves us all. And if it's not for you to get well, Christian friend, like Paul, he carried on the work of God, even though he had this thorn in his flesh, or he, even though he had this certain ailment, but he continued on, he perseveres. And that's what we have to do as Christian people. Regardless of what the people say about you or, or think about you, go on in the name of the Lord. Pray for those who have this virus that is going on, coronavirus. Pray for them. And don't try to fight the devil with your words. You got to use the word of God. Every time when he tempted Jesus evil, what did Jesus tell Satan? For it is written. For it is written. For it is written. Three times. Thank God for brother Paul say he glory in his infirmities. Thank God that he knew that, that, that his grace, God's grace was sufficient. Well, nothing slack about God's grace. And nothing should be slack about our ministry. Nothing should be slack about our getting out telling the dying world because he lives. We can face tomorrow because we li he lives. All our fears shall be gone because we know who holds tomorrow. Amen. I hope that you've gotten something out of screening weakness. God is a good God. I say it once. I say it again. Please practice social distance. Please obey the authority of the land. And keep in mind who gave that life for your life. Who went to a hill called Calvary. Who stayed in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. And on Sunday morning got up with the victory in his hand. Got up. And he's living. He's living right now. Sit on the right hand side of Madison. Pleading our case. Be safe. Be prayerful. Let prayerful be your first response. And most of all, love one another. I'm not at fair for you today to tell each one, to tell someone that you love them. But I've said enough out of the past 25 years, you ought to be doing it without me saying it. Tell someone that you love them. Until next time, be blessed in the name of Jesus.